Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 962. It is, I said. My hero, Dennis said, and drew a slow and smiling breath. It were powerful strange, I heard the sailor say on the other side of the room. There were something in his voice. I swear by all the salt in me, I felt like a puppet with my string pulled. I listened with half an ear. I guessed the deckhand simply knew to jump when a voice with a proper ring of authority told him to. But there was no sense in telling him that. My performance with Denna, combined with my bright hair and dark cloak, had identified me as Kvoth. So it would be magic, no matter what I had to say about it. I didn't mind. What I had done tonight was worthy of a story or two. Because they recognized me, folk were watching us, but not coming very close. Denna's gentleman friend had left before we thought to look for him, so the two of us enjoyed a certain privacy in our small corner of the taproom. I should have known I'd come across you here, she said. You're always where I least expect to find you. Have you migrated away from the university at last? I shook my head. I'm playing truant for a couple days. Are you heading back soon? Tomorrow, actually. I've got a fetter cart. She smiled. Would you like some company? I gave her a frank look. You must know the answer to that. Denna blushed a little and looked away. I suppose I do. When she looked down, her hair cascaded off her shoulders, falling around her face. It smelled warm and rich, like sunshine and cider. Your hair, I said. Lovely. Surprisingly, she blushed even deeper at this and shook her head without looking up at me. That's what we've come to after all this time, she said, darting a look up at me. Flattery. It was my turn to be embarrassed, and I stammered. I I wouldn't. I mean, I would. I took a breath before reaching out to lightly touch a narrow, intricate braid half-hidden in her hair. Your braid, I clarified. It almost says lovely. Her mouth made a perfect O of surprise, and one hand went self-consciously to her hair. You can read it, she said, her voice incredulous, her expression slightly horrified. Marcifutelu, is there anything you don't know? I've been learning Yiddish, I said, or trying to. It's got six strands instead of four, but it's almost like a story knot, isn't it? That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. And uh, here we go. There's a lot of interesting things on this. Can, can we start with the hair? That's let's like start... that's the thing I really want to talk about. <laughs> let's start with the hair. Because because she's like I think she blushes at first because she's like oh it's working <laughs> like <laughs> like her like her hair not her hair not magic is working and then he's like no 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 like the the thing I can read it and then she's like like ah oh, shit <laughs> like yeah so I. I think she knows. I think she knows that it's that she's doing magic. I, I don't think that she's doing it on him specifically. I think that. I think it's just an ambient magic. Yeah, exactly. But I think that the blush is like a disappointment because she goes, that's what we've come. Like, this is what everyone tries, right? I think that Denna is testing him because in their last fight, she, it was basically confirmed to her that he's just like everyone else. Oh, right. And he just wants to control her, right? That was her worst fear. And that's what the fight was really about. Like all good fights, they're not actually about like the surface. It's about something far deeper and far more wounding. And so I think that was what uh, hurt Denna so badly was that it was essentially confirmed to her that Quoth is just like a flatterer who wants to get in her pants, who wants to control her. Oh, maybe the knot only works on on like, I don't know, schmoes. I don't think it's that it only works on schmoes because he does... He does think she's lovely. Um, I think it's possible that she doesn't like know exactly what it does. She just, it's like a charm almost, it, you know, makes your vibe more that way. But 
all this is to say that I think that the blush is from disappointment where she goes, oh, you're just going to use flattery. Like you're actually, you really are all the same. You really are just like everybody else. And then. Well, then he proves her wrong. Exactly. He proves her wrong. And she makes a slightly horrified impression like, oh, he's going to figure out what I've been doing, that I'm actually like doing magic. Um, And she and she I think she thinks that he'll think that she's uh, manipulating him. Could be. Which is not entirely untrue. But yeah, well, if, if that is intentionally for him, I guess. If that is what the magic is. Yeah. Well, it seems to me it's like armor. It's like protection, right? She she puts these in her hair too. And like I think she was learning them before. I think this is the first time she's actually been able to I mean not the first time. I think she had the knot in her hair before because she was binding and unbinding during the fight, right? But she's clearly been she's got better at it. I'm gonna cheat and I'm okay. gonna read one line into the next page. So this page ends. It's got six strands instead of four, but it's almost like a story knot, isn't it? Almost, she said. It's a damn sight more than almost. So it's like better than a story knot. It's six instead of four. So it's somehow more complicated. I think that this is this is evidence that this is some of the old magic she's uncovered. That this is like the proto knot. This is something more pure even than the Yillish story knot. This is a naming knot or something like that. Which lends some credence to my theory that Yillish is the language that's closest to the naming language. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I twiddle my fingers like like Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, okay. See. So that, that covers the hair portion of this page. Yep. Because we felt like starting at the end of the page. She says something interesting here. Have you migrated away from the university at last? Almost like she doesn't want him to be there. Yeah. Very interesting. Or maybe she doesn't want to be there, but she does want to be with him. Yeah, so she that's wants a good. Him to not be there. Yeah, I like that. She wants to be with him somewhere else. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Would you like some company? You must know the answer to that. I suppose I do. Uh, so she's going to go. She's she's implying that she's going to go with him back to the university. She is, but also the like the answer to "Do you want some company?" That is me. Um, she's saying right, and then her, yeah. his response is, "You must know the answer to that." And again, her blush. So they they are admitting to each other that they like each other without just saying it. They are, but also it's more complex than that now, I think, because I think Denna's guard is up. I think that's why she's a bit more snarky. This is what I was getting at yesterday. Um, she's a bit more like making jokes and kind of deflecting and, and being snarky because her guard is up because she's still trying to figure out if Quoth is just like every other guy. Yeah. And so I read this now. I think in my first read, I would have read this as like, oh, he does like me, tee But I read it now as like... Yeah, considering their fight, it is weird that she's being so nice to him. Yeah, the fight is totally unmentioned, which, I mean... That, I guess it's been some time. It's been some time, and it was a bad fight. Like, why dredge it up again, right? Yeah. Absence makes the heart grow fonder or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But, it, you know, that's... If you, like, have a fight with someone, and then you spend some time away, you and you see them again, you may not immediately yeah, go back kind of, to hashing out the fight, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I think they talk about it eventually. I don't actually remember. Maybe they do. We'll find out. Um, Maybe it's implied off screen. But I read this, I suppose I do as almost disappointed. Like, because that's probably what everyone says. Again, it's probably like everyone's like, I I would like some company. I would like you to be my company. You know, it's just, I I think it's not disappointed. I don't know. It's like both, right? It's because again, neither of them can really say what they mean. So 
she's worried that his affection for her is purely, you know, physical or the same kind of transactional uh, affection that she seems to get from everybody else. And he's walking on eggshells because he knows that he offended her last time they spoke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, like, it's not not the answer she wanted. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't say it right. I don't know. Well, again, if her job is to watch him, then she might be disappointed. Maybe she does want him to say no so that... Oh, so that it can protect him from from, from her, sort of. Exactly. There's so much... This is why I'm dying for a let's get the book from Dennis' perspective kind of book, because I really want to know what's going on in her head. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Go back on the fence. I'm crawling back up on the fence. I don't know anything. <laughs> That's a good good first principle, Jordana. Yes, good. Excellent. <laughs> um, I'm just opening up the Discord. Gonna find us a letter to read. Ooh, mailbag. Yes, mail- mailbag sans Jeremy. Bag. Mailbag Ooh. sans Jeremy. The best kind of mailbag. <laughs> Hi, Pagers. This is from a Serbic speaker on the Discord. Hi, Pagers. I can't believe Wise Man's Fear is almost done. How does it feel to be near the end? I started listening to you all in 2021. I've mostly listened to one episode a day, but every now and then I'd miss a few days in a row and have a delicious bounty of episodes waiting for me to binge. Each time I was almost caught up, I felt a sense of dread because then I'd have to wait 24 hours until I heard the next da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I want to thank you for the years of awesome content. I feel chuffed to be part of this community that's deeply invested in close reading fantasy and has inside jokes on t-shirts. To fellow listeners, if you haven't seen the shop, check it out. I have bought a mug, a t-shirt, and a notebook with Jordana's art on them, and I love them. I can honestly say that at least half of why I want book three to come out is so I can listen to another few years of Page of the Wind. Until then, I look forward to any other content you all put out. Cheers. Signed, not so acerbic this time, speaker. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. That's very kind. Thank you. And thank you for availing yourself of our excellent merch. Uh, to answer <laughs> your question, how does it feel to be near the end? Uh, Jordana, what, what do you uh, think? Like, in a way, it's it's a it's a relief and it's exciting just because, like, I mean, it's really funny to look at our lives since, like, where we were at the beginning of this journey and where we are now closer to the end of it. Um, but, like... Uh, there's a lot more going on in my life now than there was when we started this journey. And I think that's true for all of us. And like, it's sometimes it's complicated to keep it all going. So like part of me is like relieved to have a little bit of relaxing time when this is over. (laughs) Um, But it's also, I don't know. It's nice to, it's nice to be near the end and it's also kind of sad. It's both. Yeah. I, I want to do, I want to cover the rest of the, the, bibliography oh absolutely in some form or other like i want to do uh slow regard i want to do the lightning tree uh yeah in a way we're not close to the end <laughs> yeah we're really not but we're we close still got to, work the, to do yeah the end of the existing books and i want to obviously i want to cover book three if and when it does come out but i'm i'm with you jordana the, our lives have changed so much since we started one of the reasons that i was so like, i don't know i really pushed getting this off the ground you may recall. And one of the reasons that I did is because I had nothing going on. I like literally had nothing to do in my life. Um, and now I have so much to do. <laughs> so you got, 
you got a f- fancy job and a wife and a dog and all the rest of it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I went from being your roommate to... <laughs> was that how you described yourself? Like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Jordana's roommate. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was on my CV at the time. It was just a big <laughs> blank page with Jordana's roommate uh, in the middle. Um, but yeah, like it's been incredible to to do this and to have an excuse to hang out with you and Jeremy every week uh, and to you know gather this little community. I think that's the thing I'm most proud of is that there's, you know, the, I've talked before about like the ripples that you put into the world. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm the most pleased and proud of the fact that this little thing has rippled out to uh, put in some pretty good ripples. Yeah. And like bring some other people together. Like there's a D and D group that's now been going on a year. I think that's comprised of people who found each other through the community. And uh, I also feel like, like, uh, like COVID as rough as it was did good things for us as a podcast. Like we were all able to connect better as I like as a community sort of because of it almost like people had more time to be more uh, introspective. And I think that offered them more time to listen to podcasts and then look at the other people who were listening to that podcast kind of thing. Maybe I never thought of that. The We, we should do a whole episode on like COVID because I really... Well, COVID also did some upgrades for us. Like we didn't discover Zencaster until COVID became like we needed something like Zencaster, right? Yeah. And now it makes our lives way easier. Uh, Zencaster does not sponsor this. No, this no. And I say, in fact, <laughs> say they done us dirty a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like something like it, I don't know what you would call this, like a, like a, a separate recording technology thing. But you know who does sponsor our podcast? Rubbermaid. When what? you need to take oh. a phone call from the homophone in a fermenting chamber <laughs> and become a delicious kimchi, look no further than Rubbermaid. When you want to be devoured by your friends and by your hookups, enter the Rubbermaid chamber. <laughs> Rubbermaid, won't you? Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. I think... Is that it? I Normally you have it. to do some very careful Googling to uh, get to the Rubbermaid. The Rubbermaid fermenting instructions? Oh, you know, just the Rubbermaid. I don't get it. That's probably for the best. Whatever you do, oh, okay. don't Google it. Listeners, okay. we won't be Googling things on... No, wait. That's a really bad sign-off. Jordana, you sign off this time. Um. Well, we'll uh, join you all tomorrow outside of the roommate tubs because we think we're going to trap Jeremy in one uh, just for one more episode at least uh, on tomorrow's page. Of the... Win. Win.